Welcome to the Two Fab Femmes Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Hill and Gina Cafaso. Conversations on every topic for women to survive in this great big world. Hey, Femmes, it's Maggie and Gina. Who are you? You know who I am. Hey, welcome back. We've got a show today that we're covering uh, sweet and sour topics. A little bit of good, a little bit of bad, but speaking of sweet and sour, two fat bums walking into a bar. <laughs> Mine was a mudslide. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> it uh, started off sweet, strong, and chocolatey. And then went down that lovely ice luge and went down a little too fast and I choked at the end of it. Oh my goodness. I had a Tito's Club and, and Cranberry Week, you know. It was good. Oh, Refreshing. Good. Delish. <laughs> that's it? That's it. That's yeah. It. Got a lot done. Oh, nice. It was a good week. Oh, that's good. Yeah, keeping it there. Keeping it there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. One word. Fergie. Oh. Or one question Fergie. mark. Fergie. Fergie. <laughs> the hell? What was that monstrosity? Even Roseanne rocked it. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> <laughs> anything was better than that uh, monstrosity. You know, I think she tried to make it her own and make it jazzy, but it just did not work. Oh, she made it her own. Oh, all right. that's true. That's true. It just. Uh, she apologized profusely after. Well, not profusely, but she apologized and said she was just. You know, she wasn't. She just did her thing. She's drunk. Yeah, maybe that a good minute. I don't she know. She ain't getting no ninth Grammy yeah. with that performance, let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, we were just looking at some past uh, people singing, and Marvin Gaye just killed it. Killed it. So, you know, it's just, yeah, I mean, the national anthem, you got to be, I mean, it's our national anthem. You shouldn't go too far off the mark with the national anthem. I mean, it's it's written that way for a reason. It's not an easy song to sing. I even know that. But it's. But not only that, people want to follow along. Yeah. Like some of the players were trying to sing and they were like, oh, but it, but it, oh, but it, what <laughs> just happened? Oh, yeah. I it's almost hurled washing. <laughs> but I love the Golden State Warrior, Draymond Green. Oh, yeah, yeah, His yeah. reaction was priceless. Priceless. <laughs> so we're already talking about celebs. Let's jump into celebrity gossip. Caddy Corner. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Sad news coming out of Hollywood, though. I was really disappointed. Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux are splitting I just up. can't even believe it. I'm so sad. Why? Why? <laughs> I'm so sad. They just I seem, love her. Yeah, I do, too. I love him. He was the best bad guy in a Charlie's Angels movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. The yeah. first bad guy was good, too, in part yeah. one. But he's a Justin. I know, but there's rumors that she's going back to Brad. Do you think that's... You know, he's divorced, she's divorced. I'm like, well, you know, I just, I, maybe, but I... Let's uh, talk about the reason they split up in the first place. Yeah. I would not go back to that no, man. No. God forbid he does another movie with a hot chick. Brad Pitt. Come on, sweetheart. Come to daddy. Angelina Jolie. Who's your daddy now? Exactly right. Exactly right. And that's Hollywood, too. It's like, you know, these relationships, they don't... Hollywood. You know, weird. Yeah hard to keep one alive in that town seriously so i don't know it's just but it's i don't know it's just a bummer um my friend mary used to work on friends a tv show friends and i met jennifer and she was honestly one of the nicest people so you know i went i met someone who told me that oh she must be psychotic that's why she can't hold a man i'm like oh spare me 
she's probably she's you know she's amazing. So I well, Brad didn't leave her because she was psychotic. Yeah. So it's there's nothing like that. And it just sucks because every time you heard something from her, it was like, oh, we just had our anniversary, and we're all so happy, and from him Traveling. even, I, I don't know, we just had this conversation just had a big, last week, and it's like, nobody yeah. gets married to get divorced, Yeah, right. And they just did a big spread, with their, showing off their new house, and they, you know, in the article that I read about them, they said they were going to remain really close friends, that they're, I'm, you know, sometimes you think that's just PR, but yeah, everything's great, they're still good friends. I'm like, yeah, right, we don't know what's really happening behind closed doors. Fireworks! Oh! But hopefully that's the case, because it would be nice if that was the case. But, but you with know. every divorced door that closes, a married door opens. Uh-huh. Amy Schumer. Very cool. She's so stinking cute. I know. Her now husband, chef, cookbook author, Chris Fisher. They're very cute. I so cute. Yeah. So oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. So and really they've been dating since November, so short, short little courtship. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a little too quick. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe when you know, you know. You know. uh, that's how it was with my first husband and me. See, Met him you know. and, and was married six months later. See? Mm. So, well, yeah. The second one didn't get married till seven years later. Yeah. So you learn a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's super true. Just super true. saying. Yeah. I loved her. She posted on Instagram that their their wedding photo just said, yep. Aw, <laughs> like, I think she's cute. Love her. Now, have you seen Chris Rock's new Netflix special? Have you seen it? I haven't, but can I say that I'm such a huge fan? Oh, my God. I watched it. I laughed hysterically through the that whole thing. That guy's a hoot. He's just so good. And this one, he's really raw, I have to tell you. He talks about his divorce. He's very open about it. And he said he admits he cheated. And it was funny because he said he cheated with three women. And he said, now, I know you women in the audience are probably like, you bastard, three women. And the men in the audience are like, just three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, probably. And he's like, I'm a UPS driver. I get more tail than that. <laughs> So I thought it was just kind of funny. But his quotes in the show were so good. One thing, he's like, love hard or get out. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I do like that one. Yeah, I just think that's so true. If you're in love with someone, love hard or get the hell out. You know, don't string someone along. It's just not right. And then he said, um, all you should be doing is having sex and traveling. So you should be coming and going. Which, you know, is, it, uh, it's just so funny. And then he said, relationships are tough, though. Like, when only one person's working on it, 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 it's impossible. He goes, two people can move a couch easily. One person cannot, which is very true. I mean, I can move my couch by myself. It's just a lot harder. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I mean, this is a, I'm kind of stoked right now. I feel like Maggie Rock. I, oh, I nice. said a lot of this stuff You did. Day. You totally did. Go Chris. Yes. He was totally backing you up, girl. Yeah. And then he even said, you know, he went into relationships, too, that they're tough. You know, they're not they're not so easy, but you have to stop competing because he said a lot of people compete in relationships. You have to have his back. He has to have your back. You shouldn't compete. It just is silly because you you're, your win is his win. His win is your win. And I totally agree with that. Yeah, um, but, you know, Jim and I are both Gemini. Uh, that, how long have I been waiting to say that? <laughs> Gemini are Gemini. And so, you know, something comes up and it's like, no, me first. No, me first. No, me first. I mean, we are so competitive. I can't. And then- I'm a Capricorn, so I've heard that my counterpart, the best counterpart for me is a cap- is a Cancer. But I always date, seem to date Sagittarius. And I, I'd have to kind of dig into that and find out what maybe what the difference between Capricorns and Sagittarius are. Because I think we're kind of close. Our signs are close. Yeah, they're very close. So um curious to know if we're kind of similar. And that's why it's never worked out. Sagittarius is super spontaneous. Yep. They're really similar to Gemini. Mm-hmm. Cancer is really homebound, family oriented, mm-hmm. you know, career. They're mm-hmm. actually really cool people. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so you have completely right. different dynamics. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a little high strung. <laughs> you are not high strung. I'm kidding. No, I'm saying between no, Capricorn and oh no no, no I, I mean Cancer and Sagittarius. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Totally yeah. different. <laughs> and different uh, from male to female. Mm-hmm. So a ah, sign for a male is a very different, different from female. Yep. Interesting. I'm going to learn more about that stuff. It's interesting to me. Oh, it's awesome. The other, thing, whole show. the other thing, too, he said was that there's no equality in a relationship, which was kind of interesting to me. And I get his take. He's like, you are both there to serve. I was like, I like that. Wow. I, but uh, this is my favorite thing. You are like a band. Sometimes you sing lead and sometimes you play the tambourine. But he goes, you better play the shit out of the tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's he says, amazing. Because, because that's, you know, that, he goes, no one likes a mad tambourine player. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's going to show. There's a guy playing a tambourine in the corner. He's All really mad. <laughs> Missing his cue. So, just so let me just say what Jean is doing. So she's, she's actually playing the I air am. cowbell. She's doing air cowbell, not air tambourine. I know, I was. I was yeah. doing the cowbell. It's true. Yeah. I was shaking my hand like a tambourine. Which is funny because I was at a venue, the venue that we talk about often. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, and I got called up on stage because it was a night that I went to a glow party and I had this unicorn horn blowing from my forehead. It was amazing. I said, hey, unicorn, come on up. Okay. And they handed me the cowbell. And I tried to play the crap out of it and I sucked terribly. I gotta have more cowbell. Because I'm all, take my picture, honey. Like I'm ra- yeah. waving to him in the, uh, the Cowbell is substantially different <laughs> from a tambourine. <laughs> Just, a tambourine would have been no, easier. Yeah, because exactly. with these hips, honey, I'd be rocking that tambourine. Uh, I did a dance when I was a kid, when I was in ballet, a tambourine. I had to dance with a tambourine. That's hard. Well, that's hard. Like ballet number where I'm doing jumps all the place and oh, triple, sure. quadruple turns, and I have a tambourine in my hand. And you keep the... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I had to do the whole time, and I had to hit it and do it. I was like, at the end, I had to go, yeah. It was just... <laughs> and then you threw it across the I should have. I should have. Yeah, I felt I like so. it hit someone in the audience with That's it, you know? Funny. But then the other thing he says, which I don't, I don't know if I should quote him directly, but he says, you got to... That's what he said you got to do in relationships. You got to. He goes, you know, he goes, because he even said this. He's like, people think that problems just arise and he goes they never did you were just screwing and you didn't care right. <laughs> they've always been there so he just was like you know what i'm sitting there going wow it felt like he was talking to me directly i was like i am so getting so much out of this this is great it is exactly it is exactly right though yeah you're in field if you yeah. ain't screwing what are you doing yeah it's tr- exactly that's exactly what he said because once you separate and you go about your day guess what he's thinking about yeah Guess what? Guess what? Little memory yeah, comes up it's, periodically. It's true. It's true. It's awesome. It's true. It's very true. One speaking of well, love lost. Now I'm going to talk about what's up with Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall. They've always hated each other. Oh my! Oh, you gosh. didn't know that? I, I I really didn't. I guess I was like in the Sex in the City kind of fog where I just thought they all got along and they were best friends. Oh, girl. Oh my God. They like Kim Cattrall. I mean, we're here. Her. Yeah. Oh no, hey, cow. I know. Holy cow. Sarah Joseph Parker made some comment on that um, Andy show after the, whatever, on Bravo, mm-hmm. and said that she, you know, didn't think that they had such a bad relationship. But then she made some comment, too. I don't know if it was on that show, another show talking about Kim Cattrall's brother died suddenly, I guess. He, they had an estranged relationship. It sounded like Kim Cattrall and the brother. But Sarah Jessica Parker made some comment about it, you know, apology, or just giving her condolences. And Kim Cattrall took to Instagram and just tore her a new one. And I was thinking, even when, if you don't get along with a coworker or someone that you 
had a TV show with that was a really popular TV show. Maybe not. Do you have to call it out like that? I mean, I just thought it was kind of it like high school. A, apparently, took a lot to get her to do the movies. Yeah, and she said she was never doing a third one. Can't yeah, no, tell. she never. Did she not, didn't want not like, want to do it. Mm-hmm. No, they just do not. There's no love loss there. But I'll sure. tell you what. Props to their professionalism. Oh, yeah. You would have thought they, they were, were Carrie best. and Samantha. Absolutely, besties yeah. for sure. I for love sure. them both. I I, you know, I don't care because Sarah yeah. doesn't look. She looks like she could be a little tricky to get yeah. along with. So, well, you she's know, also like wanting the lead. It seems like she had a lot of control over that show. Yeah, and what they were doing. So yeah, which is totally fine. Yeah. But I don't know. I think they. I don't know. Yeah, there were four of them. Two of them didn't get. Yeah, what yeah. I know. Really, it happens. It happens. Speaking of that, Harvey. Harvey's back in the news. Of course he is. His assistant, who had an NDA, apparently she breached it and just mm-hmm. let loose and told everybody what was going on. Not that it was a big shocker or surprise, because everyone knew. That guy, man. Just the Well, he runs. was having them served up on a silver platter, essentially. Oh, heck yeah. And that's what was so disgusting. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I, I'm in the mood. Can you get me a yeah, right. one today? Can you get me yeah, a he, you would, he would even go to the actresses, like... Like, if they're staying in a hotel, their hotel rooms or their homes, and just mm-hmm. say, Let's take a, let me watch you take a shower. It's like, gross, man. I mean, ugh, ugh. I don't know. He just gives me the creeps. And always will. Scott Bayo too. What's up with that? Do you think that's true? Charles in charge. He, he was in more in charge was, than we thought. Yeah, know. well, he was the end-all, be-all then, oh, right? Yeah. Wasn't he, like, it boy? Oh, yeah. You just never know. Mm-hmm. You just never know. But it doesn't surprise me. They are coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, right. It doesn't even matter how long ago it no, happened. No, You know, it's like, that's yeah. it. I'm just curious to know if it's really, if it was really true or if, I mean, you kind of think it is. I kind of think it is. I think it's all in the response. Mm. Was he like, oh, but he, but he, I, oh, yeah. uh, he came right out and said it didn't happen. I mean, he was like right out there. Like he had a press conference. It never happened. And then the young boy on the show came out and said he even harassed him. So, yeah, but I don't know if he, like, he kind of would make, like, gay comments to him and things like that and make him feel really uncomfortable. I don't know if he physically did anything to him, but he oh, apparently... He was just verbally yeah, abusive. Yeah, but he apparently caught him while the boy or said... Allegedly, he ca- allegedly. 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 That's ignorant. Allegedly. And he allegedly caught him uh, abusing Nicole Eggart. Eggart? Eggart? Is that what you saying? Oh. That? So it kind of messed with his head is what this boy is saying. Or man now. He's not a boy anymore. Um, so he said it kind of messed with his head. And that Scott Bale kind of used it against him. And, you know, some of these guys that have power, though, they, you know, hey, they just use it when they can use it. And that's about it. Yeah, but there's always that it's between you, me, and the air we breathe. If it's between two people, it's Mm -hmm. his and Mm -hmm. hers. But when there's a third person coming in, what side are they coming you kind of have to think something must have happened. Yeah, right. Because what hello, as a child. I know. Jesus, I Hence swear. The yes. Ugh, it gives me the creeps. Seriously, I just got to shiver down my spine. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, after the crazy week we all had last week, that the NBA All Star game. So we heard, talked about Fergie already. Yeah. That was just bad. <laughs> bad. But there was a gun, another gun issue at Rich the Kid's performance. In the parking lot, some guy was wielding a gun. They also have Black Panther, which I have to see. I hear nothing I but amazing, amazing yeah. stuff about this movie. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. But apparently there was a guy wielding a gun in the parking lot. And I watched some of the video. How scared. There's people trying to drive out of the parking lot. And there's cops with, like, automatic weapons just, like, pointing at every car. How scary would that be? Oh, yeah. Apparently they never caught the guy. So... But at least no, nobody was hurt, so that's a good thing. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, that's not what happened last week, though, in Florida, which is just... That was really painful. Oh, my gosh. So and painful. what's even more painful is that it wasn't even addressed properly mm-hmm. in the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really... It's really sad. Yeah. I actually wrote a blog post about this. I normally don't write about these kind of things, but I just was felt compelled to. I was so angry and upset. I was in a nail salon getting my nails done at, on my lunch break, and the news came on the television, and I thought, not again. I mean, my first reaction was, not again. Why does this keep happening? And I know everyone politicizes this, and I get it, and I understand, and I understand how strong the NRA is because they are so strong, and I get it. But I was so irritated. And this hits me personally because I've had a couple personal experiences with guns that I just, I can't ever, I just have no desire to hold one. And that's just my personal take on it. But it just made me want to write this blog post because I'm just, I've had enough. And I have a friend who is executive, I guess you'd call him at Facebook. So I reached out to him and I said, what are you guys doing? Are you doing anything? Do you have like a task force? Do anything? I said, if not, maybe you should create one. And he told me that they do, they have one. But that they, once they report it, that it's out of their hands. It is out of their hands. And I get that because they can't monitor every single thing. Because even he and I were monitoring some things together. And we saw, like, I saw a chat and I actually sent him a screenshot of it because this man was kind of saying some really derogatory things. And he goes, you know, we can't, we can't look at everything. And I get that. But God, it's so, because, I mean, who knows? We don't, it's just the same vicious cycle over and over again. It is. And what's with the assault weapons? Where are they getting them? Yeah. A, B, gun stores. They're buying why? gun stores. Yeah. Well, at, and I know we don't want to politicize it, but let's talk about this yeah. for a second. So Trump signing that bill mm-hmm. a year ago, saying, "Oh no, we're going to reverse the the ban right. on mentally ill people right. being able to buy guns." Mm. Why? I don't get it. Why? And then this guy, this kid, nineteen cops How? called oh. thirty nine times in <sighs> ten years. And we understand, you know, that he was adopted. Apparently, his brother was, too. Don't hear much about the brother, do we? No. Not everybody who's adopted, you know. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. You had a what looks to be a really great upbringing there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, his parents both, or his the adopted parents, they both died. I mean, the father died when he was really little. The mother just Right. Just recently died in, right. I believe, like November. Mm-hmm. But, hey, my dad just died in July. I didn't go blow people away. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's just not what you do. Right. And I'm and and on the flip side right. again with you and me, but I believe in self protection. I don't have a problem with people owning a gun to self protect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the assault weapons. I mm-hmm. this is the part that I don't understand. Uh, why are we even selling AK fifteen well, or whatever AR-15. the heck it is? AR fifteen. AR fifteen. Why? Well, you know, it's interesting, too. Like, I have friends that are in the military. I dated a colonel in the military, and he said, um, you know, he doesn't have an arsenal of guns in his home. He doesn't. He said, I have a shotgun. Anyone comes exactly. to my house, I'm going to cock that thing back. And that's it. That's all that's you need. It. And it was like, okay. And, you know, there's some, you know, but most of the military guys I've met, they don't believe in having those guns in their homes. They don't. You know, my brother-in-law was a cop. He had his Glock, I'll never forget, like, sitting on his dresser one day, and I was livid. Because I'm like, your son is in the other room. Put yeah, the gun that's, away. that's not okay. Um, you know, and he was like, well, the safety's on. I'm like, I don't give a shit if the safety's on. You that's know, you just can, a switch yeah. that a little kid's going to go, what's this? What's this? Yeah. I mean, and then who knows what could happen. Um, so I don't know. But I, you know, I, I, I'm not against the Second Amendment at all. I'm thinking if you want to bear arms, go for it. It's your right 
whatever. But the guns, when that was written, I mean, a musket, really? We don't have muskets anymore. Well, when it was written, yeah, yeah. you did. You walked yeah, tombstone, right. you know, armed and right. ready to go. Yeah, it's not like, you know, we need an AR-15 or an AK-47 in your, in your home. You just don't. And, and you know, and I, I've seen a lot of men that have had those guns actually turn them into the police now. Like, there's a lot of posts on Facebook, social That's media. Good. And one guy even, like, took a saw to it and cut it in half. I was like, you know... That's his right to do that. If he feels uncomfortable with having that gun and he knew he didn't want to sell it because it could get in the hands of someone. Exactly. You know, hey, I think that's, you know, you know, again, like I'm not against people that have protect them. Like I have a lot of friends that are in the armed forces, a lot of friends that are police. You know, hey, it's your right to do that. But, I mean, there comes a point where we have to figure out how to regulate it just a little bit. Well, I'll tell you, I'm a hell of a shot. Yeah, that's good. Girl, anybody comes in at me, it's toast. <laughs> My son grew up, um, he shot competitively. Oh, wow. And he's, you know, in the Army now and all of that stuff. But it was a sense, it was it was training uh, with responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that's what it takes. Right. So, yeah, the grandpas, the G-paws that are, you know, I've got this collection of blah, blah, mm-hmm. don't have the collection of blah, blah. Yeah, Unless that thing it. is under lock and key. And mm-hmm. the key... Is hidden somewhere. There. Gone. You find it. Yeah. Where you barely remember where you put it because that's what's happening. Right. Right. I don't know. I, that was a really, really upsetting. 17 kids. Well, I have a friend who was in Vegas during that concert. Yeah. And that too. I mean, like, it, it affects you. It affects you when you're in those kind of situations. You'll never get over it. My mother... Has never gotten over what happened to her mother ever, and you know, I mean, that was years ago. It, it always sticks with you when it really affects you personally. And I've had two instances where they've affected me personally, where people were hurt in my family. And so for me, it's just it's just hard to get past that. But again, I'm not opposed to people having them because I'm thinking if you want them and you're, you know, you're a good gun gun owner, <laughs> you know, like. Fine. There are there are good gun owners, Gina. It's not that there's bad gun owners. There's, you know, a lot of people have them because they have to self protect. Mm -hmm. Women that live alone. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen, somebody comes in at you, you're not just going to. I mean, unless you're the knife and pull it. That's it. Good luck across the room. Good luck. Yeah, it's true. Um, you it's have true. that right for sure. But you know what I find most um, inspiring about this whole thing are all the kids, the high school children that are coming out saying enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And they're all tired of this. I mean, they shouldn't have to fear going to school. We shouldn't have to fear going to a concert. I shouldn't have to fear walking out my door to go to work even. We shouldn't fear that stuff. And the fact that they're all standing up and there's a bunch of marches and a bunch of uh, events coming up, like March for Our Lives. Love it. March it's 24th. Amazing. amazing. Mm-hmm. The Women's March is also doing the uh, Enough National School Walkout Walk on March 14th. But... If you go to their websites, if you go to marchforourlives.com, you'll see the events all over the country. Even their march, it's global. It's becoming global. So there's so many people out there that want to see change. And again, regulation doesn't mean we're getting rid of guns. It means that we're just regulating them. That's it. Right. You know, mental illness, like I firmly believe that mental illness is just as important as gun control. I think they're both so important. Um, You know, like I have friends that have children that are maybe not, you know, like they're considered they have some mental challenges, let's say. They would never, they should never have a gun. They should never have a gun. And it's not that they're bad kids, they're wonderful kids, but their ability to rationalize is a little different than, mm-hmm. let's say, you or I. It just is. So, you know, those kind of things, I mean, it's just, they ha- it has to be talked about. And I know everyone tries to suppress it and go, okay. And then when the next shooting happens, we all start talking again, and then it goes away again. 
And then another shooting happens and we all start talking again. I have a feeling this time it's going to be a little different. Well, we hope so with these with these marches and so forth. But I think the most important thing is exactly what you just said. The young people are coming out and really standing up. And, and that's good because a lot of these shooters are young people. Mm-hmm. I mean, sans the Vegas, but this kid was 19 yeah, years old. Right. So I think that's all good. And, you know, we really, our prayers and our thoughts do go out to the families mm-hmm. and, and those that were affected. Yeah. Um, that was a real tragedy. Yeah. Did you hear about that grandma, too, in Washington that turned in her grandson? <laughs> I was like, go grandma. <laughs> go Tima. Go Tima. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, you know, hey, good for her. You know, that's tough. That must be so tough. Your grandson, like, calling the police on your own. I mean, that's. Well, that's tough love. Yeah. And, you know, I give her, give her kudos and give her credit for that. That's huge. And now for something completely different. (laughs) As we do. (laughs) Oh, overly critical girlfriends. Oh, Oh. Jesus. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I don't understand that whole mentality. I try and be there for my girlfriends. Now, albeit, I'm a tough love type of gal. If I see, you know, somebody that's kind of, you know, a girlfriend of mine is like kind of going off that cliff, I'm going to do everything I can to talk her off that cliff, obviously. And that's going to, you know, there's some tough love words that you got to use there, but it's all in that good faith and out of love. Mm-hmm. You know, but you do, you have a lot of women that have been in your lives for a long time or not and it's everything that comes out of their mouth is almost like a, a critical punch in the vagina oh, 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 I can't breathe why 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 are you doing that that is a great way to say it I like that yeah I mean I think there's a difference between overly critical or being critical let's say versus being cruel I think some people can be just downright cruel and they have different intentions other than helping you out because that's the only thing that comes out of yeah, their mouth. Yeah, right. So it's like there's got to be some, there's something there. Yeah. Something is amiss. And I hear like maybe jealousy, maybe it's um, insecurity. I don't know what it is. But I think like, like I'm like you too. Like if I feel like I need to step in, I'll say something. But I usually don't give unwarranted, you know, like feedback or advice. Um, but I think a lot of times too, like if I'm going through something, I have friends that can be really harsh and then I have, I know my support group. I know my real girls and like, like you, I'll go to you and you give me it straight, which I like. Girl. Yeah. Which I need. I totally need that. And vice versa. I would do the same for you. But I think sometimes people can be downright, they just punch below the belt. Like you said, punch in the vagina, which is so true. And painful. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I, I personally wouldn't do that to a friend. Like a friend really needs me. I'll sit and listen before I'll give advice. I'll sit and listen because a lot of times people just want to be heard. They don't want to, they don't want advice. They don't want feedback. A lot of times they don't even listen to your advice or feedback anyway. They're going to do what the hell they want to do anyway. But I think if, if you're having a conversation with them or they just really need a shoulder to cry on, I'm there for them and I'll listen. And sometimes I'll give advice. Sometimes I won't, depending on the situation. Cause I know how to read a room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know how to tell like, okay, this will go over. This won't. And I kind of will step back and just kind of observe. But um, I've had recently like some friends come at me for things and, it just is hurtful. Like, I, I honestly it made me, like, I don't know, it was really hurtful. That was part of my mudslide, kind of sliding down that luge. Because it was just, it was kind of painful. And I'm thinking, yeah, for a situation that, you know, I was hopeful over someone. Let's just say that. <laughs> and it didn't quite work out. You know, I just and you didn't. Know what? And that's life. You have every right to be hopeful. Yeah. And that's, that's life. It didn't work out. You know, I didn't invest my entire livelihood on it. But I was kind of excited about someone. And I thought, hmm. And when it didn't work out, okay, it didn't work out. But, you know, like... 
I, I didn't need just that intensity. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I made a mistake. We all do. We're all human. You know, I'm not going to beat myself up over that. It didn't work out. Moving on. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. No, I don't need to be like, I don't need You're to right in my face. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because we're all doing the best we can. And not only that. They can continue coming at you. Nobody's going to beat you up more than you're going to beat yourself oh, up. Like, yeah. I'm already punished, right? I, uh, I guess yeah. I've been in certain situations. I'm like, I already feel crappy enough. Oh, Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Why are you still coming at me? And then, then you do. You have to assess. It's like, this person, you know, what what's going on there? Right. So, I don't know. In my opinion. Well, you know my opinion. I love that. Oh, speaking of uh, opinions, I'll just come clean and say it was me. Major text. Snafu this week. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even a drunk text. Oh, God. And that's the worst because you actually realized what you just did oh, immediately. Oh, God. So it's it like... was bad and I hurt someone's feelings and I felt horrible. So I'm horrible. just going to explain the backstory just, oh. just a tad. So she was chatting with me, texting. Now, texting is like, unless you're throwing a lot of emotions at me, I don't know where the hell you are, you know, in your emotions. So things that come out of my mouth can be really shitty. And then I'm like, smiling or heart or blow kiss, you know, I'm like, oh, texting is the worst. Oh, God. But then if you go back and forth, like, okay, so here's the text that I got from this person and Oh, my gosh. So she meant to send me a text and sent it to this other person, and he had a conniption. Oh, my God. He, like, hates me. He hates me. He so hates me. Yeah. It was something that I I shouldn't, like, you know, and everything before that was really positive. Yeah. You know, but that one little line. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. It just wasn't meant to be Yeah, and I guess not. But, oh, I just felt so terrible. (laughs) And he even said, I feel nauseous. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. But texting is tricky. You have to be careful when you're texting. If you forward a text from that stream that you're on with one person to another person, you're not leaving that one person's text stream. Do you understand what I'm saying? I had no idea that happened. Yeah. So if I text something, say, to Me and you, a, few other, a few other people, that's it. Right, that I sent to my husband originally. I don't know what that would be, but anyway. Yeah. And I send it to you. Once I hit go, it pops back to him. So if I think I'm still talking to all y'all girlfriends. Yeah, no, you're talking to him, too. And he's like, uh, who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> oh, no. You know, so, yeah, so just be careful. Oh, my God. That's the thing. And, too, if you're having, like, three different conversations going on at once with three different people, make oh sure you're God. responding to the right person because that's what happened. He and I were texting. You and I were texting. And I sent him the text meant for you. And, yeah. And I got the naughty text that was supposed to go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> She got happen. my sex by accident. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so it didn't happen. The other thing is too, like, what I when you get ghosted via text, worse. Oh, it just it just it just makes you feel like garbage. It does because you're like you put yourself out there and then you get no response and you're thinking, okay, maybe they're busy. Sorry, no one's that busy. Nobody's that busy. No one's that busy. And we talked busy. about this before, but I will say this, and we didn't cover this part. If you ain't into me, just say. Yeah, I'm not into you. Not into you. That hair, yeah. it's got to go. <laughs> I, You were not for me. And yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm married now. Of course I'm out. But yeah. I'm saying, like, in general, mm-hmm. like, just say, mm-hmm. not interested, get mm-hmm. off my leg. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I will unwrap myself <laughs> from your thigh. I'll stop dragging behind you. I will stop dragging. 
<laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's like, I will cut my limb off to get away it's from you. It's done. It's good. It's fine. Yeah, because then it's hard. Like, then you don't, you don't want to chase, but that's it. you, you want to kind of get to the bottom of it. So sometimes you'll be like, so. Yeah. Like, a week later, like, hey, what's. Okay, no. Not doing that anymore. Done. No, done. you're not doing that anymore. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. It's just, it's just silly. It's just so silly. Oh, is it silly? It's, Oh. <laughs> so anyway, what what do you consider chasing though? Let's see. That's, maybe we should talk I about consider, that. I consider I consider beer after a shot of tequila chasing. Oh, that's that, the only I love type that. of chasing you should be doing. That's girl, so true. Everything else is bad. Bad news. Tulu twice on this I'm in a toodaloo kind of mood. Yeah, but yeah, chasing is interesting because I mean I think people have their own interpretation of that. <laughs> But I think, like, if you, like, in my case, like, if you like someone and you have a mutual conversation back and forth, whatever, and you respond to them, whatever, I don't consider that chasing. If you keep responding to that person and they're not responding to you and you're trying to get an answer out of them because you think, we have a connection, what's wrong? And you try to reach out and they don't respond, yeah, get a clue and just move on. That's what it is. You got to get a clue. Yeah. You got to get Scarlet with the candlestick. Yeah. And- <laughs> Study, study get a clue yeah it's so true it's so true but and it's a bummer yeah it's life what are you gonna do they're out there players <laughs> we so appreciate all your feedback thank you so much i think we need to make it clear that while we're not trained professionals we've had a lot of practice in life experience so Take that as a caveat and keep, again, the feedback coming. It's just been amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast. You can follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So stay tuned. And stay fierce.